Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I am so excited to introduce Christy Miller to you guys. She is a dear friend and an amazing coach. She really supports people in creating a healthy lifestyle and a lifestyle where you get to win. And she's going to go really deep into how to win, how to celebrate yourself, and so much more. It's going to be an amazing episode. Here we go. excited to have you here in this episode, Christy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. So happy to have you here. And one of the reasons that I had you here, and I know we talked a little bit about it offline, is, you know, talking about what a goddess means to you. But also, I just love talking to successful women who have really created a life beyond their wildest dreams, but like finding out what actually goes on behind the scenes for it all to really work. And so I'm excited to have you because I know that 2017 has been such a stellar year. And especially now that we're kind of, you know, at the end of the year going into a new year. I just think it's such a great time to interview people like you that are like reviewing, celebrating, but I know also to make 2018 so huge. Yeah, 2017 truly was amazing. And as we are recording this podcast, I'm actually sitting, leaning back in my chair with my desk up on my feet, staring at my chalkboard wall, which I call my magic chalkboard wall, that has just all of these accomplishments and goals on it. And I I just can't stop smiling because I am Mm. in total celebration mode of 2017 right now. Mm. Which is so awesome. And And I, like, love that, you know, and I was just saying to you before, like, celebrating ourselves is such a key thing. And I think for women especially, that we tend to just kind of skip over the celebration part, and especially as entrepreneur women, and go to, like, that next goal. But what would you say is, like, the importance of celebration? Actually, celebration has uh, two main effects that I teach my winners. And I call my clients winners because I'm eat, train, win. So the first reason to celebrate is, number one, it's fun. Like, come on, you have accomplished a goal that you set out to do. Mm. Now give yourself the happy dance. It could be, I mean, I'm into rewards too. It may be a fancy dress, fancy shoes, a spa day, whatever. Like celebrate that you won And the reason why that's so important, besides the fact that it's fun and you deserve it, is when we are setting goals and creating positive affirmations and visualization, the best way to achieve those future goals is by tapping into emotions that go with achievement. Now, if we don't take the time to celebrate, 
and we don't have we don't take the time to anchor those emotions of winning, it's much harder to program the neuro pathways in a way that makes your brain want to go go score the win again. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So it's almost like in in the way I translated it, Christy, is like if I'm not making the journey exciting and fun and really honoring the wins that I'm creating, then why am I going to want to do it again? It's not going to make anything moving forward enticing. It's just going to seem like like I'm schlepping up a hill. Yeah, exactly. And the other way to make schlepping up the hill not feel like you're schlepping up the hill <laughs> is to make it fun. I mean, you and I were together while I was schlepping up a hill a hundred times, physically up a hill. And <laughs> yeah, I literally fun. Yeah. I make my sales launches fun. I make creating programs fun. I made writing my book fun by putting big smiley faces up on the wall every time I finished another chapter. And my husband would come mm-hmm. home and come into my office and, and look at it and be like, you got two more smiles. Woo-hoo! You know, <laughs> again, our brain is a goal seeking missile. And when we can program it with the emotions of, hey, winning is fun, it's going to keep figuring out ways for us to win over and over and over again. But if it feels mm. like bumping up a hill, it's going to be like, you don't want to do that. Your inner critic is going to be going wild, telling you all the reasons why you shouldn't try and all the reasons why you're going to fail. Now, I don't know mm. about you, but I would much rather have my brain be my inner cheerleader than my inner critic. So I'm constantly mm. celebrating and, and, you know, doing the happy dance. And one of the things that my, uh, one of my business coaches, I have two, one of my business coaches, Dallas, told me early on was every time I had a sale, to add a zero to the end of it and picture it as even bigger than it is. So whether it's a $9, you know, entry level thing or it's a $8,400 sale, add a zero and do the happy dance. So celebrate it so that it's even bigger than it is. Mm, that is so powerful because it's like you are enhancing the celebration because the truth is, I mean, really, the reality is that most women should be celebrating bigger than they are and they're not doing that. So you might as well add that zero so that you're celebrating at the level that you should be celebrating at because you're likely not celebrating there. I mean, as you and I were just talking earlier about our 2017 and having a little chat before we went live, I was thinking to myself, fuck, like I'm not celebrating my 2017 the way I really should be and all these amazing things that have happened and also the breakthrough in revenue on this whole new level. So I'm going to add a couple, I'm going to add a couple of zeros to that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. That means you now have multiple millions. Woohoo! Yes, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I just love this concept, and I and I love pausing and talking about celebration with you because I know that you're someone that is a play to win kind of woman, and this celebration piece is a big part in you, you know, being consistent with winning. Yeah, yeah. And one other thing is to start celebrating before you won. Now, you know, because you were with me every step of the way, that I won yeah. this year. 
I was celebrating that win. I declared myself the Porsche winner. I sold my car the day before they were announcing the Porsche winner because I was already in full-on celebration mode. Before the win happened, right? Before the win happened, because I was so certain. And if I had not, and this is not coming from a, oh, I'm better than everyone else. I just knew in my blood, I knew through every bit of my being when I entered that Porsche contest that I was going to win it. And Mm. I never let that belief go. I wrote Mm. 100 positive affirmations every day. I carried a Porsche model with me everywhere I went for months. And I was celebrating being the winner, you know, early on into the contest, which, you know, from the day the contest started until they announced it was five months. And you would have been able to knock me over with a feather if the outcome hadn't have been as I predicted. But it made it mm. fun. I mean, it made the five months fun. Totally. Yeah. And I remember seeing you every step of the way in that journey, too, until you won it. And it was almost like not only had you enrolled yourself in that you were the winner, but you also enrolled a lot of other people in that you were the winner. Like, they already were psyched out and were like, well, she's the winner, not me. Because you were so, like, in the fun of it, in the game of it, in the mindset that, like, you were the winner and really owning that and, like, we're speaking that into existence, which I think is such a powerful thing and something that everyone can learn from from you is, like, really embodying. And I always say to my my girls, um, Christy, is, like, acting as if you already are that person. So, like, acting as if for, you know, for my programs, it's really all about wealth mindset. So, like, acting as if, you are that multimillionaire. And then how do you walk, talk, speak, act, dress, smile, laugh? Like, how do you show up in the world? And if it's different than you're showing up now, then you got to start tweaking that because there's nothing in between that time-space gap. It's really, like, all happening now. And if we're showing up like we're that winner now, those things are like attract like. You know, that energy is going to attract the results that you're looking for. Exactly, exactly. And if we show up um, downtrodden and depressed and believing that we can't do it, we're never going to reach whatever our goal is, whatever the win we want to score. It's just not going to come to us. We have to put ourselves in the winning shoes ahead of time. And, you know, so much of this, like you said, is energy and vibrations and you know, five years ago, if you told me I'd be on a podcast talking about this stuff, I'd be—I probably would have told you you were smoking dope. But you know, in the last five years, I've really implemented so many <laughs> of the mental, uh, vibrational, energetic things, and they work every single time. When I don't win, when I don't hit a goal, I can look back and be like, okay. Which of the nine steps that I've always used that I teach in my programs did I not use? Oh, I didn't use six of them. Gee, I wonder why I didn't win this time. No surprise there. Yeah. And I love this. Like, I know that you um, have a new program that you've created for just this, like, how to win in your life, right? And I love seeing kind of, like, how everything's evolving for you because I know it was more of a focus on like healthy eating and living and lifestyle. Now eating's connected to fucking everything. So it's like, it's not just that I, I'm really clear on that as well. 
but I love kind of seeing this evolution as like you really started to win more in your life that you're showing people the blueprint on how to do it. And I think it's so cool that like when you're not winning, when you're not creating results, you know what always makes me laugh? And I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this, Christy, is like when a disgruntled client of mine will say to me, I didn't create the results that you said that I was going to create. And I was like, well, did you do all the steps that I told you to do? Did you do the homework? Did you show up on the calls? Well, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is why you're not winning right now. Because you skipped six of the steps. (laughs) So, So you mean if I actually buy the healthy foods, but I don't eat them, I won't be healthier? Darn. You mean if I sit next to the banana, I'm not just going to get healthy by osmosis? What? (laughs) If I'm wearing my running shoes while sitting at my desk working, that doesn't count as exercise? Come on. (laughs) I know. It's so funny because, I mean, you know, I I really hear people when they say that, but it's like really the – I like having this conversation where you're kind of pulling the curtain back there's work that goes into winning. There is. There is. And that's uh, a lot of the, the exercises that I give my winners. I now call it winner work because Ooh. just having the winning mindset or just having the winner winning formula doesn't do anything if you're not willing to take action. And uh, John yeah. Asaroff has what he calls inner size, which is his mental exercises. And mine is winner work. And, you know, some people hate the word homework, but ladies, gentlemen, we got to get over it. I mean, anything worth having is going to take some work. So let's just do it. And let's do it in a way that makes it fun. Let's do it in a way that we schedule it. We time block it so that we have time to relax also, where we're not constantly feeling like we're sludging up the hill or on a hamster wheel. Because the thing is, is, Unless we take time to play and have fun, it's not worth it. And so many entrepreneurs that I coach, they're not having fun. Like I have gone on two amazing vacations this year. In fact, I just got back from one a couple of days ago. And I'm all about you have to have downtime. You have to have time with your man, your woman, your partner, whoever it is. And if I can't laugh at least once a day with my husband of 28 years, I don't consider that a winning day at all. That's so fascinating. I really love this com- where this conversation is going. Because it's, you know, usually I ask the question and I kind of like skipped over it. I'm like, how do you honor your inner goddess? Like, how do you honor your goddess in these different areas? But you've really kind of shown like how you honor yourself. In life, you know, obviously it's like by creating this step-by-step to help you win, but also celebrating the wins. But then I also really love this whole piece of like, if I'm not having fun, if I don't have laughter with my partner, it's not a successful day. And that just kind of like, like sucker punched me. I mean, and I look at my days, but I mean, the reason why I'm marrying like my guy is because all we do is have fun. Like all we do is laugh. And like, that was the, one of the key components to our relationship is like the joy that we have together. So I couldn't agree with you more. And I just think that, 
But at the same time, Christy, there's so many people not having fun out there. Exactly. And, and obviously, there are challenges that come up. My husband lost his identical twin last year. 30 days before my husband lost his identical twin to pancreatic cancer, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. So 2016 was a really tough year, but I can honestly say we still laughed most of the day because Mm. laughter really is the best medicine. And, you know, yes, things happen. Today, our, our refrigerator broke, so I instantly did some research on a new one, and the refrigerator that I found is more than we wanted to spend because we didn't have a, oh, our refrigerator broke today budget. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm sending it. Yeah, you know, I don't, perhaps we should have had one, but we didn't. And so I sent, I sent Mark a link to this luxury under counter refrigerator freezer drawer thing. And because this is our bar fridge and it's quite an investment. And the reason why I wanted this one was because we could keep our beautiful Labrador's frozen whole food meals upstairs by where she eats rather than having to go downstairs every two days to get a new frozen pack out. And he kind of laughed like, oh, so Winnie was like this stupidly expensive refrigerator freezer unit? And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, my frozen... My frozen cashew milk would actually be better upstairs too because that's where I make my coffee and God forbid I have to walk downstairs every two days to take out another frozen one from the garage refrigerator. And, you know, so we were laughing about it. And guess what? We're going to get the fancy pants luxury refrigerator freezer drawers. And we made it fun. Mm. So we're no longer sitting here bitching and moaning about spending, you know, thousands of dollars. We're like, oh, it's for Winnie. She needs a luxury freezer upstairs. <laughs> okay, we justified it. Boom, done, we're done. Totally. No, I love this. I think that that's so that's so cool. I mean, it's kind of like what's going on with us right now. My partner and I, we um, it's summertime in New Zealand, and in New Zealand, they don't have central air condition, which I'm like boggled by. Oh. Boggles my mind. I'm like, so. Where are the vents for the central air or the central heating? They have none of that. What they have is like in some of the rooms, they'll put uh, what do they call? They call it like a like a unit, like an air conditioning unit. They call it some kind of name. I can't think of it. And so we have one in our bedroom and in one of our living rooms. But like in some of the other areas, it gets you know like yeah, you can open the windows, but it still gets kind of hot. So. I love Dyson, and I was like, oh, I'd love, why don't we get those really cool Dyson fans, and we can put a couple here, here, blah, blah. I'm like, that'd be so cool. And he's like, my my fiance's like, yeah, and then I wouldn't be hotty anymore. And I was like, well, you'll still be hot, but, like, not hot. And he's like, yeah, like, I'll be hot, but I won't be, you know, like, sticky. And then we're just kind of, like, going into this whole, like, banter back and forth. And it was hysterical. And I'm like, the next moment, he's like on the phone with his friend who works at Dyson and is getting us, you know, hooked up with like a couple of fans. And it's like, now, were we looking to spend, you know, X, Y, or Z on the fans? Like like you, we didn't have a fan budget, but, um, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but it's a misfit. I mean, like, you need to have the refrigerator. You need to have the fan life problems quote, or struggles, whatever, come up. But if you can't have joy within that, then you're likely going to be struggling the entire time. Exactly. Exactly. And, 
yes, there are less expensive fans and there are less expensive refrigerators. But when we are working hard, when we are striving for a certain lifestyle, it's important that we reward ourselves with the higher quality items because we deserve it. Number one, we deserve it. Number two, it's more fun to look at a Dyson fan than it is an ugly fan from Walmart. I'm just saying. Just <laughs> and they totally. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think like it, it, this whole conversation too is like so, there's such depth within it as well. Because aside from this just being like a luxury fan or a luxury refrigerator, something that I promised myself and kind of was like my mission to why I coach now is that I'm never going to be a no to certain things in life because it's too expensive or that I don't deserve it like because of money and have that be a factor in stopping. But just to choose from a space of like, is this something that I desire? And is this something that I need? Does it fulfill a need that isn't being met right now? And if the answer is yes, like I'm not going to go, you know, cheap ass on myself and buy the fan that's 30 bucks. Meanwhile, it'll probably break by the end of next year or won't right. actually blow the air like Dyson's fans will. Yeah. But like being a no to ourselves because of money. I mean, so many people stop living because they're a no because of money. Yeah. And even when you're talking about buying, like you said, a less expensive fan, that's going to break. Like we had a very high quality refrigerator in our bar that gets opened every single day and it lasted 13 and a half years. Would a cheap one have lasted 13 and a half years? No. So it's, it's about like getting over the struggle of believing we're worth it, believing that we deserve it. And also not shooting ourselves in the foot and wasting money on a cheaper item that's going to break sooner and cost us more money in the long term. I couldn't agree with you more. And I love, I love this because it's such a, you know, majority of the, the people that listen in are women. I don't think guys can really identify with being a goddess. Um, but, you know, maybe there are some. That's fine, fellas. If you're like, hey, um, not a problem. <laughs> I'm in L.A. There are plenty of men here that can relate to being goddesses and they do it very well. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, but, you know, for like, for the women that are listening in, it's like this conversation of allowing yourself and not feeling like shameful or guilty or that you need permission to have something, but that you can just have it. Like I always say, get the handbag, have the shoes, have the nice car, have the nice whatever, work for it, create the opportunity to have it. But also it doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that like, Christy is better than me now or that I'm better than her because I have a Dyson fan or that we're better than you. It just means that we've created the opportunity to have that in our lives and we want it. So we bring it in. Exactly. And everybody has the same opportunity. We have all been born with the skills, the talents, the personality, the looks that we need to achieve our life mission. It's just the truth. In fact, I heard Joel Osteen uh, talking about that on one of his recent podcasts, that if we start comparing ourselves to others, it's just going to take our eyes off the road of our own journey because we were all put here for a reason. We all have a purpose and we just need to stop comparing ourselves to others. And so I love what you said, like 
just because you have the Dyson fan doesn't make you better than me. But by the way, Molly, I have the Dyson hair dryer. And you don't? Because it doesn't work in Disneyland. I know. I remember I tried selling it to you. I'm like, yo, do you want to buy the Dyson dryer off me? I ended up, I did sell it to one of my dear friends and clients who is a hairstylist. And she loves it. But, um, yeah, they haven't brought it to New Zealand yet. They have brought it to Australia. So if I, when I'm in Australia next, I plan to pick it up there because it's the same outlet. But I was so bummed. That, that, I will uh-huh. say, people that have the Dyson hair dryer oh, make me a little bit better than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just have better hair than you. Yeah, you, you have, have better, better hair. You have, have better hair. <laughs> Exactly. Your hair just dries a little bit faster than mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Christy, you're amazing. I, like, literally could talk to you for hours on end. But uh, for the people that are listening in that want to learn more about, especially, I know you're in this new creation mode with creating Play to Win programs, as well as you have a lot of other programs that really focus on creating a winning lifestyle. Where can they find more of you? My main website is eat, E-A-T, train, T-R-A-I-N, win, W-I-N, dot com. And from there, you can find links. I do most of my social media on Facebook. So you can find the link to Christy Miller's Eat, Train, Win Facebook page. And on my current website, we, we haven't updated it with, the many mental and mindset programs like Play to Win, but we will be doing a major overhaul early next year for updates there. But uh, come on over to Facebook and see me there because that's where I'm always posting, you know, motivational questions, graphics, et cetera, and just trying to get women and, and a few smart men too to realize that each of us can play to win. And just because I win doesn't mean you lose. We can all win together. And in fact, the more we win as individuals, the more we can win as a community because it's contagious. It's so true. It's so true. And it doesn't mean that other people have to lose because you're winning and instead can be inspiring and give the other people the light that they need in order to win as well. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, in business, there are plenty of customers and clients to go around for all of us, we live in such an abundant time that, you know, I still believe there aren't enough coaches for everyone in the world that wants a coach. There's just not. And so one of my things that I do is I coach other health coaches on how to have a successful business. Well, if I mm. have a scarcity mindset and believe that, that, oh my gosh, they're going to steal my business, I wouldn't have that successful part of my practice. But the truth of the matter is, whether you're a wealth coach, a health coach, a business coach, or whatever, there are plenty of customers to go around for all of us. And the more we hold hands, the more we high-five, the more we give hugs to our our fellow coaches, the better the whole coaching industry becomes. Yeah. Amen. Totally. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. Amen, sister. Well... Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this podcast today. We'll definitely have to have you back in the second season. And I just appreciate your time and your wisdom and your fun energy. (laughs) 
You are welcome. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm excited to get to know your listeners and all of that good stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And yes, I accept the invitation for next season. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Christy. And for all of you listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, make today great. Well, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it with Christy. Remember to like and share with your friends and family and anyone that you think would really resonate with this message. And until next time, wishing you guys an amazing, amazing day, week, and month.